and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Who me, I merged from the crack Oh, thanks for that intro, Mr. Jeezy Um Back with uh, another episode of the Trap Draw. Tron, how are you? I'm a little nervous. We got DJ here sh- chaperoning. To, <laughs> there's been some concerns about. Let's just keep it all above board. We won't have any problems, guys. The innocent, the innocent have nothing to fear. So that voice you just heard was Mr. DJ Pihowski. Good to have you. Thanks. We are live in the Kill House, uh, recording on a Thursday afternoon, and. The Technically, show. it's tape delayed. <laughs> it's tape delayed, yeah. You're probably listening to this sometime f- next week. And the Kill House is an undi- undisclosed location somewhere under par. <laughs> um, we have a good show for you today. I think we've kind of segmented it out. We want to get into some reaction and thoughts on the NCAA tournament that just wrapped up, both the men and the women. And then we're going to get into some web dot web com tour discussion. Web dot cool. Um, web dot yeah. <laughs> we were in Nashville a few weeks ago, as you may Greenville. or may not know. Excuse me, Greenville. I'm having a stellar start here. Um, we were in Greenville a couple weeks ago, and then Tron went over to Nashville and caddied for ZB in a tournament there. Um, there was a bit of a rules fiasco that it's a kerfuffle that we'll hear about, and then yeah, some parting shots at the end. So it should be a good show for you guys. Solly took the the mixer with him mm-hmm. to Columbus. Yeah, we actually Ohio. did have both mixers. Good audio equipment. That's kind of you know, I know this reflects poorly on me. It sounds a little tin canny, probably, but we had to get back to our roots. Had to get back to the roots. We can only do one of these at a, you know one of these at a time and. Solly kind of took precedence with the Lucas Glover pod. Yeah. Needed the big boy equipment. Yeah, we're a small shop. So, well, let's dive right into it. Okay. I think the first thing we want to, first thing on the uh, to do list here is the men's team tournament. All right. As everybody probably knows, Oklahoma State delivered quite the ass kicking to Alabama in the finals. Uh, defeated them 5 0. Uh, the tide won. got rolled. Yeah, the tide did get rolled. They rocked them. They, listen. <laughs> They were a disgrace, and Oklahoma State rocked them. Carson so, Creek was hard. Carson yeah. Creek looked kind of sweet. What did you think of Carson Creek? I thought I thought it was I thought it had you know I thought it looked cool. I mean, I thought a cool it piece of good, massive good piece of yeah. land. It was uh, an interesting piece of property. Is it a Foz? Yeah, Mega Foz. Foz? Mega yeah. Foz. Uh, they had sub airs. They didn't use them. I didn't really? know that. They were concerned that greens were crazy soft. They were concerned that it was going to be too hard. Also out there, if yeah. they used the sub airs. Um, I enjoyed, I thought uh, 17 and 18 was kind of a good two-hole finishing stretch, um, especially, you know, for the matches that made it that far. Um, not not many of them. On the not, well, not in the last, men's championship, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was the first time I'd really seen Carson's, Carson Creek. Um, it, it looked interesting. It looked hard i don't think i'd play well there yeah i i, I kind of got the feeling that it didn't really look like a place that i would want to play which is fine like which isn't necessarily i mean it's not a knock i think i just have a complicated relationship with golf but uh it was fun to watch i thought it was a good test and it was cool to see guys hit shots it was cool to see as much as we you know we kind of talk about width and angles and all that stuff all the time i mean it was still cool to see 
kind of hack out rough and and that kind of stuff is still still fun to see. Yeah. So um, quickly, if if you didn't even happen to catch, you know, we said Oklahoma State beat Alabama. The top eight in the men's were all pretty much southeastern schools. It was like the SEC, uh, Duke from the ACC. And a couple Big Twelve, yeah, a couple Big Twelves. Um, I think the biggest surprise was, or the biggest disappointment of schools in Stillwater was probably Vanderbilt. Would you say, Tron? Is that fair? Yeah, they really spit the bit the last day there. I mean, Northwestern did a full Camilo. Northwestern did do a full Camilo. They were, they were leading after the first round and then missed the cut after the third round to even make the top fifteen. Illinois missed it. They're kind of a stalwart. DJ DJ uh, Defunk and Nick Hardy. Uh, yeah, that was kind of a bummer to see those guys yeah. show up. Cool to see Dylan Meyer birdie his last hole and kind of sort of make a little bit of a run at the. Uh, I mean, definitely made a run. He finished like third in the individuals, I think, but not quite enough. He played well play Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk about some individuals. Randy here in was a pretty crushed about Kent State. So I was, yeah, I was all on board the Kent State bandwagon for a couple reasons. I always, you know, I grew up a huge Miami Red Hawk fan. Uh, so anytime there's a MAC school kind of in national competition, I tend to gravitate towards them. And then also, I'm sick of these Power Five conference schools, you know, with their resources and you know, all the money in the world, they, they're just hoarding spots in these championships. And so I was really hoping a non-Power 5 kind of underdog uh, resource disadvantaged Kent State School would, would make it. And they played really well. They were, they, were um, they were inside the top eight really through throughout the first three rounds and then were right there battling out for that last spot on, uh, on Monday. But Folks, Randy, guy, the guy hates Amazon. Quicken, Quicken Loans. Uber. Uber. Well, I think it's disgusting. And, and Power 5 schools. Yeah, I think it's disgusting. They get all the TV money, and, you know, naturally it doesn't all stay with, like, football. You know, it flows to men's basketball, of course, and then, you know, it goes into the non-revenue sports, and it's just it's an unfair advantage. It's it's an unlevel playing field. That'd be a, That's a good topic for another show, though. I think a personal disappointment for me was smoking Scotty. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Um... I mean, his back's gonna gonna get vaporized here in the next couple of years, I assume too. I hope, hopefully not. But from yeah. everything I hear, his, his move is not conducive to a long, healthy career. The uh, I the, love it though. The studs at Texas kind of kind of became the forgotten man a little bit. Well, so let's get into some individuals. So Brock Everett from Augusta won the individual national championship on the men's side. Um, How about Augusta State having? Two team titles and an individual title in, what, five years? It's just Augusta now, DJ. Is that right? Yeah, no. they dropped the state. It's the first time hearing of this. Well, there was a big naming controversy a couple of years ago. They were going to change it to Georgia Regents. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then... So, all right, so can we get back to Everett? He was a Brock Everett, the individual champ. Interesting backstory. Yeah, okay, so I, I guess I started to go in on that. Um, and I didn't know anything about it, but... Um, Apparently a, a big multi-sport guy growing up in Iowa. Um, we like that. Yeah, we like that. Had really like no junior golf resume because he was playing baseball and you know wasn't just deep in the AJGA circuit. Uh, and I guess uh, got in a car crash, which injured his shoulder. Which you know all, all of a sudden he can't play baseball, which you know sounded like his main sport. Um, and he kind of went to golf then. Walks on at, at Augusta. Doesn't 
play his freshman year, redshirts his freshman year. Apparently through a coaching change, uh, and, and I'll quote Everett here, um, he said, I was redshirting that year, referring to his freshman year, and I know that the women's coach at the time, because we didn't have a head coach, she was like, yeah, he might not be the guy you keep around for another year. <laughs> um, which is incredible. And here he is, you know, four years later, his first ever collegiate tournament win is the national championship. And because um, of it, he's gotten an exemption in the fifth major. The John Deere the Classic. John Deere Classic. Yeah. yeah. Do you think which kind of back home, you know, Quad City area, Iowa, go. man. Making dreams come true. Do you true. think yeah. uh, this was, I remember this was always like a hot topic of conversation back in my golf week days. Do you think the NCAA champion should get an exemption in the Masters? Uh, I mean, so they used to give the exemptions to the whole wa- the Walker Cup team, yeah. right? In lieu of that, I feel like, yeah, maybe that's not the worst thing I would in the say world. in lieu of the runner-up at the USAM. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I maybe not. I don't know. But it, it seems like harder to... I don't know. The, US, the, the NCAAs is... I mean, the field can't look all that different than the USAM, probably. At least the, the kind of, you know, the top tiers yeah. of it, but... Anyways, what did um, um, well? Let me speaking of the Masters real quick and college golf. What do you guys think of Doug Gim? And specifically, is he a good pro? Like, is he three, four years from now? Is he a regular on the PGA Tour? I didn't see a whole lot of him this week, but I know he didn't have a great week. I don't know at the USAM at. But I know he, hey, he made the like, cut at the Masters. At Riv, this year. he looked awesome. Yeah, but his dad's also an alpha. Like his dad might be Greller's dad too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, his well, dad. actually, maybe that's a bad maybe that's a bad take by me because he got in to the Masters on the run runner runner up. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm all for more amateurs in, in the Well, Masters, that's what I was. You know? Yeah, I'm kind of like team take away uh, pro spot and give it to the winner of the NCAA's. Yeah, I'd be fine <laughs> with probably a bad take, but no, I'd be fine with taking away spot like of of let's say like I I think anybody that wins a national open. Like one of the you know twenty biggest national opens should get a spot in the Masters, but I don't think somebody who wins say the Farmers Insurance Open should get a spot in the Masters. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot <laughs> of moving parts to that. Take. I mean, I like that just because of like the chaos that I'm sure. <laughs> I that think take, national opens it's going to create. Yeah, but, I think there's some logistics and yeah. sponsorship guys that would have an like, issue with it's that. It's like take. if somebody you know like wow like, I'm all like how it. is this guy in the Masters? Oh, he won the Argentine Open. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for burning the system you know that um okay so doug Gim, I, I like doug Gim. I, I just i was watching this week i'm like man is he i, I can't quite figure out if he's he looked pretty flat in some spots yeah um but I, i'll ask this question then to you guys uh who did you see that you feel like hey that guy's gonna be a tour regular sooner rather than later the big panda norman jong norman norman yeah uh i mean you know, Wolfenstein, everybody was, uh, yeah. Matt Wolf, everyone was... Uh, Holy clubhead speed bat, man. Yeah, everyone was, was pretty high on him, especially as, as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the obvious answer, but... I loved uh, his teammate, Christopher Ventura. Yeah, classic swing. Oh, my God. Maybe my favorite move in the tournament. Um, <laughs> kind of not the most consistent player, but that's a guy, man, if it clicks... I, I would I, I would bet on him. I think it's tough to put too much, like to flame guys too much for not showing up. In oh yeah, it's such a small sample. Yeah, it's such a small sample. Because it's also like it's on the front end of all the kind of the main amateur, yeah. you know, stuff. Um, I I think 
Like, what did Braden Thornberry do last week? I didn't even really not, see him pop up. Yeah, not much. Um, as I'm furiously trying to pull up the leaderboard. Um, but yeah, it was it was certainly an off week for him. Um, I think the, the homerism, but I'd like to see Dylan Meyer do something. I'm worried. You know, I don't know if. I don't know if he quite hits it far enough. I mean, that's probably lazy. It's not like that Luke Donald Steve yeah, Stricker game, though. I mean, he's kind of going in the opposite direction of the way that the PJ Tour is going. Uh, so we'll see. But he might be a poor man's Curtis Luck. He definitely seems like kind of the most efficient player out there. Cerebral efficient. Yeah. I think the most impressive outfit of guys for me, at least, was was Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, you're a big Florida guy. Uh, I heard some great stories from some boots on the ground reporting about the Florida guys. Um, just <laughs> maybe not the greatest attitudes out there on the course. Pretty greasy. Pretty pretty greasy. Pretty aggressively um, passionate. Would you say passionate? Maybe dispassionate too. Yeah, maybe uncaring about like their playing partners <laughs> or certain aspects of. Sounded like maybe there was some infrastructure that got in their ways as well. Clanging balls off the TV tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, walking ahead down the next fairway while some one of their group members was still putting out the hole behind them. Um, <laughs> Rules official getting into it with them. Yeah, some yeah some cavalier uh, pace of play penalties levied against them. Apparently, which is, which is like basically, but the pace of play thing was because he played ahead, right? No, I don't think so. I think they they it's somehow squeezed. Then, yeah. yeah, it may not have been him. It was like maybe some other guys on the team. I don't know. It sounded like the officials though were like looking to do anything to keep them out of the, the top fifteen. Uh, it's another another story we heard from from a couple sources. Uh, Nota and the Duke AD <laughs> almost came to blows. Yeah, Nota apparently was talking too loud, too close to the players, and the Duke AD was not having it. The TV. The TV was sick. Yeah. Kudos was, totally. to everyone involved with that. Yeah. Yeah, the Golf Channel broadcast is it's stripped down. It's not egotistical in the least. It's, it's about it's the really golf. good. Yeah. It's like the best elements of kind of like the Ryder Cup and European tour coverage and kind of like jingoistic you know collegiate pride yeah. basically yeah all the guys had like been in that spot personally yeah. um so they all have not very fan, relevant not experience. a fan of john cook bringing up his ncaa title in the post post round interview that thought yeah. that was very weird with, was with matthew with matthew wolf yeah. uh but bob papa awesome oh, papa, billy ray brown i love it when you call me bob papa anytime papa's in the house cookie sign me up no ta I thought Chantel McKay was a great interviewer. She would like come in hot with these questions. She's so earnest. Yeah, and she would just get right up in people's face and ask them the question. I loved it. I thought she did. She a great brings job. the same enthusiasm that she that she brings in shop makers yeah. to actual golf. Yeah, it's well, really refreshing. I think the thing that was cool about the telecast is, and maybe this is just like an inherent uh, characteristic of a telecast like this, but you know that it's going to be only hardcore, hardcore fans that watch it. So you can kind of, you know, build it around just the golf, and <laughs> you don't need to yeah. overcomplicate it, which is what I think PJ Tour telecasts do a lot of time. Is I don't know if they think that like I don't know. They, they think it's everybody's like, an idiot. I, I, it almost kind of feels like uh, like they are. Um, 
Sorry, we just looked up at Hideki's birdie five in a row, just the hold up for Eagle. Um, the the tour telecasts almost seem like there's just like people passing by, like flip, like they're built for like people flipping. Hey, through the look channels. over here! There's golf going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait a minute, what is this? I'm, I'm gonna watch it for 15 seconds and then I'm gonna decide. Yeah, and it's just they try to slip in all this like stupid shit that nobody asked for. And anyways, well, so two things. One. Uh, I, for, I forgot about Kurt Byram. Shout out Kurt oh, Byram. Pros, pros. Yeah. Phil Blackmar, Kurt Byram, Billy Ray Brown. Yeah. I don't know if Phil Blackmar was there, but <laughs> shout out anyway. I mean, I enjoy it his work. It was so good that I just ascribed <laughs> yeah. him to being there. You know? B- BRB might be there. He might be the goat. Burkowski. Burko. Labner. Labner was out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, dish, and, dish and Intel. But I think where they really, where it's most evident is... Um, in the team matches, the team finals, when the deciding putt goes in, they don't say a word, and and almost to a fault. Well, <laughs> and they they just let the the noise, the emotion shine through. They replay it eventually from about three or four different angles. And to DJ's point, it almost gets to the point. Where it was like, oh, is the audio broken? Have they you know have they lost their their line? Um, but I think it's great. It, it's really it, it it's a great way to. Kind of soak in that moment as a viewer. Um, so yeah, props to Golf Channel. I think it's important to to praise when praise is, praise is necessary. Awesome coverage, yeah, I know um, it's good for the game too. I think it gets people excited about like it shows them a different format of golf. No, uh, I think all right. Do we want to go go on to the? Yeah, let's go to the ladies quickly. Um, I thought, quite honestly, the drama in the in the women's tournament surpassed that of the men's tournament. Um, the team champion was Arizona. They defeated Alabama. Alabama was runner-up, both men's and women. Uh, the Arizona had a great story, though. So their 72-hole plays a stroke play to determine the top eight teams. Arizona, their last player out, they were two shots out of a tie for eighth place, and she was playing the ninth hole, which is a par five. Um, she snakes in a huge left-to-right downhill eagle putt to force a team playoff. The team playoff was the biggest <laughs> fuster cluck uh, that I've ever seen. They sent f- these, you know, five five players from each team. They sent them out to different holes, and then shotgun started them. Well, you know, some are playing a par three, some are playing a par five. So like the the and it's and it's uh, it's aggregate score. So it's you know five scores drop the worst so four Could four they score aggregate who they wanted like which players they wanted to send out on each hole or yeah. did it have to be like your one your number one no they they, they sent players to to the hole okay. they wanted um, and so these these ladies play their par 3 and then they just have to sit and wait and, and listen to their official on the walkie-talkie because it's like 10 15 minutes later until the par 5 you know the the people playing the par 5 complete play it was just really weird, and, and TV, you know, TV's trying to get to all five holes, and, and daylight's running out. It was it was a complete mess. It was glorious. Um, <laughs> so anyway, madness. yeah, Arizona, the the women, Arizona, they defeated Baylor, so they get that eighth and final team spot, and then they just start, you know, they're on a heater then, and they just start running through uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, and then the finals. The finals match uh, came down to. The last match on the course, it was 2-2. Both teams had uh, two team points. And Haley Moore against, I'm going to butcher this name, but Le, Le Cabaret Ab, Abba from Alabama. And she made a hell of a birdie on 18 
Abe did to force playoff. And then Haley Moore rolled in like a clutch seven-footer for par. Your girl, uh, Haley Moore. And she was great. I love her swing. Um, she's aggressive as hell. She's emotional. Uh, I was I was all in on Haley Moore. But, yeah, I, I was just – I was really into the to the women's championship. The Washington Stanford one, uh, I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. That was like of all these NCAA yeah. championships we're talking about, like that to me was the most exciting one of the last four years. That to me, like the whole the whole week or the whole two weeks, I should say, just makes you want to. Like I, th- I don't know, speak for myself, but I think you get a little jaded against going to golf tournaments. I mean, there's. A lot of people, it's just not a lot of access and kind of the whole thing. That those kinds of tournaments are the exact kind of tournaments that I like going to yeah. now, I think. And also there's there's enough, uh, it's almost like you know, college the way the reason people like college football a lot, I think, is because you know, there's so much more unpredictability. You know, you juxtapose watching Justin Rose close at Colonial where it's like, oh well, yeah, I mean he's He's not gonna make any mistakes. Like I didn't just, watch a single minute. Of he's Justin anymore. Rose. It's like good for him. Like that was that was a big win. Uh, whereas you watch college event, you're like, dude, these guys could shank it at any minute. Oh, the poor Abe from Alabama cold shanked a pitch on like 13, and then like blew one way right with a long iron. I was like, oh my god, if she starts shanking it coming out, I gotta change the yeah. channel. Like I can't watch that. It's, that's horrible. When Matt Every was over here the other day, that was the first thing he brought up. He's like, yeah. dude, you watched the women's NCAA? <laughs> like, yeah. He, he was glued to it. But shout out, uh, the Arizona, the, the woman that made the putt for Arizona was Bianca Pagdangannon. Pagdangannon. Dude, I, I loved her mindset too. She was no BS getting after it. Um, I take that back. She, like, that was my second favorite or second most exciting the most exciting was when Bo Hostler, <laughs> like his yeah. arm fell off, oh, and the, the theatrics and the drama. He's like Jason Day in training. Oh my gosh. So. Randy, I think we're due for a quick uh, fake commercial break. This segment of the Trap Draw has been brought to you proudly by the Buck Club, Utah's premier golf destination. The Buck Club offers the finest comfort stations in golf, as well as the most pristine containment mounding anywhere west of the Mississippi. For membership details or golf tee inquiries, please tweet Zach Blair and be sure to tell him Tron and Big Randy sent you. Also, use promo code CRACKON for special offers and discounts. Now back to the show. Okay, next thing we want to get into is a little web.com tour discussion. Uh, we were in Web. Green dot, yeah. Web. Dot, yeah. Web. Yeah. Who, uh, a lot of stars walking around Greenville, both yeah. in the golf and you know television you know other sports what what yeah. was kind of the big takeaway as far as did you meet anybody that was you know really kind of <laughs> changed, shifted the paradigm well so we're out at dinner one night um and i'm just I, like i see him out of the corner of my eye and i'm <laughs> i'm losing my mind and i'm so nervous and curtis is like what's wrong mate i said curtis spencer's here man spencer levine spencer levine spencer levine yeah my favorite athlete maybe of all time um, Behind, who, who else is up there? Ed Reed? Greg Maddox, Ed Reed, and I'm trying to think who else. Uh, there's a couple other ones in there. Uh, but anyway, Spencer's. Players just, to be named later. Yeah, yeah, and like Jim Thorpe, the, the golfer. Jim I was going to say, 
that cohort has very similar career accomplishments. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Spencer's upstairs, and like, and Curtis is like, well, why don't we go say hi to him? I'm like, no, I don't want to bug him. I don't want to bother him. I, I think you said you were too nervous. I was too nervous. I, yeah, yeah. 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 I was, I, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to be that guy. I'm never that guy that intrudes. Everybody's just in their own space kind of thing. Sure enough, Curtis is like, just shepherds me up to him upstairs. Carlton, it Alfonso some... Ribeiro's yeah. sitting up there. Aaron Rodgers sitting up there. <laughs> Max Homa. There's like, there's always celebs, but I was just like, too, okay. I'm just like, I'm like, God, Spencer Levine. We walk right up and he, and Spencer's like, oh, lucky. <laughs> Spencer's got like three Bud Lights in his hand. <laughs> um, just toasted. And, uh, and yeah, he, he couldn't, I mean, it was, it surpassed all my expectations. So never meet your hero, but you know, in this case. So yeah. far. Yeah. You guys are thick as thieves he, he now wants or to, what? He wants to come on the main NLU pod. I tried to kind of steer him towards the trap draw. <laughs> um, the bespoke podcast. Yeah. yeah. More of our craft podcast. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the highlight of probably 2018 for me thus far. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. So. Um, very successful week in Greenville. And then, yeah. And then I went to Nashville to caddy for Zach. Uh, he you know, called in. Called in the big righty out of the bullpen. Um, you know, I'm sure like 19 other people bailed on him before he called me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I can, I can do it. Pissed off my wife in the process. Um, and uh, you brought my briefcase all the way here. And, uh, and yeah. So 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 let me interject here, Tron. Uh, set the stage for what I want to get into next. It this seems is like three mostly successful days. This is Sunday afternoon. And we get to Sunday. I mean. Yeah, three successful days. You guys are battling weather, you know, kind of start-stop, yeah, start-stop. We got the bad end of the draw. Yeah. Because uh, we had to come back out on Saturday morning to finish our second round, and then we were at the course. So it, it basically precluded us going to nice rest, like going to cool restaurants in Nashville on Friday and Saturday, which really killed our vibe. Yeah. Thank you for your service. So <laughs> DJ and I are, are here in Jack's. Um, Sunday morning, I believe we spent – uh, we went out to the beach, did a little stand-up paddle boarding. Sure. It was the big Sucked. guy's first time out on the waves. Uh, we went and caught breakfast at local eatery. Uh, we're just having a very relaxing, uh, tremendous little Sunday. And I think we were sitting on the couch watching the end of Colonial, and we get a text. Well, Zach had shot 32 on the front. Zach had shot 32. Yeah. Tron's, you know, Tron the night before was like, guys, Zach has found it. Like he's, he's found it. Due I'm reading for a all of his putts for him. Tron's, yeah, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm reading everything for him. I found my calling. Like, I can't hit putts, but I can read them. And so we're sitting on the couch Sunday, and we get this. Well, you know, first of all, before we even got the text, I had seen I'm following on on the app, and I see that Zach had made a triple. I like the par four eleventh. I want to say like he whiffed two balls in the green, basically. Yeah, yeah it, was, like, it was. We played the back first. Okay, so it was maybe his eleventh, yeah, maybe the second the hole second or something. Hole. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Uncharacteristic. Um, yeah, kind of yeah. the only blemish really on his card. Well, maybe an hour, two hours later, upon completion, we get a text, and it's Tron, and he's like, "Guys, I I got a two stroke penalty on Zach." <laughs> Which I, th- I think I just breezed past. I thought it was a joke. And, yeah, and, and you know, kind of no exaggeration, that may have been the highlight of DJ and I's year right there. <laughs> and then, so- I, and then, and then so- That got us, like, up off our feet. Yeah. We were, like, you know, fist pumping in the air. <laughs> Solly perked up. but He was like, wait. Like, I hadn't heard from him in three days. And he's like, 
wait, what? Like, this is awesome. I love this. Like, Tron materially impacted a professional golf tournament. Well, I didn't material Im- impact it because he would have finished in the same. Okay. He would have finished, like, tied for 65th instead of 66th. Which so we, we, were, we were bucking our heads. Like, that cost him, like, $40. We were like, yeah, yeah how much money did Tron cost? Yeah, it turned out it was between basically, like, like eighteen hundred fifty-eight and like eighteen hundred eighty-two or something. No way. Yeah, so it ended up it being like a that much. thirty no, dollar like difference. $40. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like the difference between. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. So, so then it was. Yeah. It became even funnier when like the impact was like forty dollars out of Zach's pocket. <laughs> Hopefully, Tron's pocket. So, so Tron, I guess what you need to walk us through now is walk us through the two-shot penalty that you incurred yeah so um which is a disgrace which is a complete disgrace yeah, so we're in fuego on on the on the front or on on his front we great use of the word we yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just i'm shepherding him around i'm out al- i'm an alpha first of all this course nashville golf links of america uh it was built in 1970 for the express purpose of having a u.s open how'd that go um how'd to that- my knowledge they have not yet Hosted the U.S. Open. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, the greens are m- maybe 30% of their original size. Uh, like the first hole is... I heard there was a blind <laughs> pond out there. Yeah, there's a pond and another pond. Cam Percy hit it in it two days in a row. And he goes, he goes oh, mate, this hole's just got me beat. <laughs> uh, this is after his caddy like walks up to me on the range. He actually lives a block away from the kill house. Oh, sick. Um, and he, he walks up to me. He's like, he just looks at my shorts. He goes, he goes, yeah, man, um, solids. And I'm like, what? He, he's solid shorts out here. I'm wearing seersucker shorts. We're in Nashville, okay? If I can't wear seersucker shorts in Nashville, then like, what are we even doing? Solid yeah. shorts. Uh, solid shorts on the big tour. That's what he said. Yeah, and I said, well, this ain't the big tour. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, seersucker's a disgrace also. Um, so, yeah, I thought my scripting was good all week. Uh, so... <laughs> So so then he's like, yeah, so if one of the rules officials comes up to you and tells you that, I'm like, none of the rules officials are going to come up to me. Rico, one of the rules <laughs> officials, comes up, and he's like, yo, Tron! Like, <laughs> like we have been talking about... Big know, fan! <laughs> yeah, and so we talked, and, and you know, it, there was a bunch of weather delays, too. Like, Zach warmed up, like, nine times. So we're just fried, all right? So... It starts, uh, so Zach had been bitching at me on the front nine that I wasn't keeping the towel wet enough. Okay. Too. So he soaks the towel when we make the turn to the first hole. And, I'm know, delighted so, to see how this impacts this so the, that you got. So the towel is soaked. So I'm getting, I'm getting more and more. I'm flying closer and closer to the sun. Just mentally. The more birdies we're making. Oh, okay. We probably should have made six birdies on the front. Okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pointing at it with the flag, but I'm keeping it, you know, <laughs> six to ten inches above the ground. You're pointing at what with the flag? The line, okay. like where he needs to be aiming. Yeah. I'm like there with pace, you know, <laughs> making everything, all right? Kind of an alignment aid you're being at. But I know the rule, all right? Like I caddied a little bit growing up. I've caddied <laughs> well, in the Well, that remains to be seen. So, so, so the rule <laughs> for, for any listeners yeah. is you're not allowed to touch the line of the putt. You can't physically touch the ground. With, yeah. with like a... Th- like intended a, line. So, anyway, so we're on the second hole, and I'm like, I'm just getting, I'm so locked in on this putt, and it's like a big par putt, and Zach's hit kind of, you know, I'm pissed off at him because he got, 
got a little cheeky with the chip. We had this big discussion. I had him write down all of his yardages the night prior because he's just making boneheaded decisions. And yeah. I'm like, write down all your yardages. Let's get it laminated. And like, you're just, you're like, you're talking yourself out of good numbers and you're thinking too much. Just commit to a, a shot and hit it instead of trying to create some shot. And it actually ended up working really well. So we're. Quick. Quick time out. Yeah. You in your first time <laughs> caddying in a professional event the night before you made him write down. You this gave is him after homework. three days with him. You I gave was him gonna... homework and made him laminate a sheet. Well, it helped me to too. impact his decisions. I was going to say, this may have been too. better on like Wednesday night instead of well, Saturday. Well, we, didn't, live and learn. we didn't do a practice round either. So we're playing this course blind. Curtis says. Curtis, <laughs> we didn't do a practice round or he didn't do he, a practice round? We didn't. He didn't even do a practice Did round. Did you get out early and walk it? No, I got there like Wednesday night, and then we went and ate some great restaurants. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. All right, he picked right. me up from the airport. Was it business or so, pleasure? So Curtis, <laughs> it was both. Curtis tells Zach, he's like, he's like, yeah, mate, like there's, it's a really straightforward course. Like, and that so, was good enough for you. So, guys. so Zach, <laughs> Zach walked like the like one of the nine holes, but didn't play it, and then the other nine, Curtis is like, yeah, it's really straightforward. Like eight of the nine tee shots, or or six of the seven tee shots. On non part threes are blind. Not good. It's like, Curtis, what the hell, man? <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we, like, we get to two. I'm really, I'm really pumped about the line. So I don't yeah, know sorry. if the things are going. I don't great know if the flags. Point. Yeah, things are going great. We're playing with we're playing with Big E and Big D. Oh, huge. oh you know, yeah, very comfortable pairing. Yeah, for the kids. yeah, everybody's playing well. Um, we're four under. Um, like great decision making on one. That whole just. Giving us fits all week, we we conquered it. Um, we rocked it. No, I like I taught. I was like, dude, just hit the fucking five iron. Like, it was this jacked up hole. So anyway, I'm pointing at the line, and I don't know if the I don't the know if the flag stick. stick. Yeah, I don't know if the flag stick just slipped. Like I was pointing too close. Maybe your hands were too wet from the well, towel. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, got it. But oh, then, sorry to ruin. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then Zach's like, Yo, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> like Ed just like turns away, just like <laughs> laughing and. And I'm, I'm like, what? I, like, I thought I was stepping in Ed's line. Like, Ed had already basically finished out. And, and he's like, you can't touch the line. And I'm like, I'm like oh, it, like, I, I don't know if it slipped. Like, I don't know what happened. And then, like, you <laughs> Things know. are moving quickly. Yeah, yeah, things are moving really quickly. So then the next hole is, like, the next hole is a 670-yard Oh, well, yeah, hold on, hold on. You just, like, yada yada the best part. So did Rico come in and buck his head and no, slap no, no. you guys with the penalty? Not, not right then. So then Zach misses the putt. He's so, you know, things are moving so quick. Was your first, was your, was your first instant cover up? No, no. No. So actually, so then, you know, the rules official comes over and he's like, well, it sounds like it like slipped. And I'm like, dude, I like, I can't like. Is it Rico? No, it wasn't Rico. It was was like five rules officials. Yeah. Rico might have gave you a little wink wink. (laughs) So, So no. So Zach, Zach, like after the next, like Zach's thinking about, you know, he's like, he plays the next hole and he calls for a rules official in the meantime. Rules official meets up with us after the next hole. Zach explains. The guy asked me what happened. He's like, so it sounds like it slipped. I was like, I, honestly, like, I don't, like, I can't say for sure that it slipped. Like, I could have just, I, no, like, no, like, <laughs> like, I could have just been, a, like, a total moron. Like, you know, I was like, I was like, I know the rule, but, like, I just, like, I had a brain Chose fart. Chose to disregard <laughs> And I talked to Maddie Kelly. Maddie Kelly said he almost, like, made the same mistake last year because he got, he just, yeah, you know. Just get so, so into it. Yeah, the great ones. You're you know, an <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm an alpha. And uh, 
And so, so, so you fell on the sword. So, so the rules official. So I'm like, you know, I can't say for sure. Like he kind of gave me an. I was like, dude, I, like no, like I think like we got to take the penalty here. We. Yeah, we. What's Zach lobbying for at this point? Zach's just, is he trying to be like, dude, you slipped, right? <laughs> no, I mean he like he wanted to do the right thing from the, from the very start, and I was like, you know, it, unless I know 100 percent that it, it slipped and I wasn't just being an idiot, like that's very honorable. Then. Yeah. So so then, um, but. The rules official, like in the meantime, he calls the USGA. <laughs> like they're having this big powwow in the clubhouse. And, like they, they call, didn't. Like, Jeff Hall. Or they something? didn't know like what the actual like if it if it if it had slipped. He's like, well, let me just get the full like, scope here. Inadvertent. Yeah, he was like, if it's inadvertent, we're not sure what the rule is. Like you know, we've never really seen this before. We have to call the USGA. <sighs> so then, you know, in the meantime, I'm like, like I, I I can't say for sure that it slipped. Like just you know, like we need to take the penalty. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then we end up, you know, we end up battling in. Barstool Tron, we love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) So we end up battling, um, you know, Zach ended up shooting a one under 71, really a three under 69. And, um, you know, and then Ed just starts pestering me in the DMs like, oh man, I can't wait to see how this one plays out. Yeah. Well, I had heard rumblings. I think that's. I, I picked up rumblings too before you had texted us yeah, from yeah. from Ed. There were reports like something went down. Place, yeah. yeah. Um, so now you're out of a job. I'm out of a job. Yeah. He fired you publicly. Yeah. Well, he, you know what? He, he relieved a, you of your duties. He was very supportive. He gave me a vote of confidence. He said, "You're like the mooch." <laughs> <laughs> you got fired on Twitter. And then he fired me like after he got back. Maybe back, a shorter run than the mooch. Back back to the con tom back in uh, Salt Lake City. You know, he fired me. So. Uh, but he God, did, he what did a ask story. for my address. He's gonna send me send me my my pay for the week. Is he gonna dock the thirty dollars? I hope so. That's the right thing. If he doesn't, I'm gonna send him a check back. Or we might be. Able or to you should donate to charity. Yeah. We might be able to give him some store credit also. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I'm gonna donate it to the Blair Wish Project. That's cool. That'd, yeah. I think that'd be the right thing to do. Um, Man, that's a, that's quite a saga. That's yeah. the best story. Um, but yeah, I mean, other other takeaways. You know, really, it was it was like ninety nine point nine percent of my work last week was just totally on point. I was just a yeah. consummate professional. But that's how they get you. Exactly. You know, I felt like it was kind of a. What's well, th- kind of nice perspective for you? What do you think your total strokes gained putting or well, that's caddying the thing. was? I, well, I know I gained him at least three strokes on the front because which of, kind of worked out exactly. So know, he's they, still <laughs> ahead of the game. So so ZB um, came out ahead. Yeah, I mean, he's surprisingly like not a very good green reader. Really? Yeah, like self-admitted. Huh. Um, and then, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm. You know, he's got some, got some professional caddies that work for him, and I'm not Ricky or uh, what's what's his other guy's name? Andy. Not well, well, Andy, Andy Martinez, caddy for Johnny Miller for like twenty might be, years. Might be the caddy. <laughs> Tom Lehman. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my bunker raking is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Were you nervous about that? I would be nervous about that. Well, the the sand at this place was, it was like the sand at Barnboogle. Like there was just so damn much of it. Like the ball would plug in any lie. Not good. Like Zach Zach had a ball that was like halfway to China. Really? It was so plugged. Um, but yeah, and then you know other takeaways. Yeah, give me like give me like three quick takeaways. We played with Brian Ritchie. He was cool. Julian Etzelain was cool. Kind of a fiery Argentinian. Um, we played with Ryan Brem on Saturday as well. I, I wanted to quit golf. 
after we played with him. <laughs> like, and nothing against Ryan personally. Like, nice guy. His caddy was really nice. Um, but like, it was it was a disgrace. He was he was hitting his four wood like three ten. Right, like he couldn't keep his driver on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. I was wondering, so he made you want to quit golf just because it's a game that, like, you well, just, yeah, it's so just gotten out of control. It's just no different. no clue where his driver but was going. But he's playing a different game. He's banging this four wood, and it was the, the epitome of bomb and gouge to a point that I've never even, like, dreamt existed. He, uh, he, he was six under on the par fives that day, and he shot 68 or 69, like, beat Zach like a drum. And, and well, whose fault is that? Well, well no, but like I, I he, honestly, like he, he's not a good golfer. <laughs> like he's he he hits the hell out of the ball, but like the shots that he was hitting around the greens or like his putting. He's a he's stuff, a thrower, like, not a pitcher. He's a thrower, not a pitcher. Like I was disgusted. I was so angry by the end of the day. Huh. So no, again, nothing against Ryan personally, but like no offense to anyone. It yeah. was it was like it represented everything that's wrong with the modern game. Like if he swung like that at a at a ball with, you know, with a, like a, a wound ball with a, you know, a smaller driver head, like the ball would be spinning into orbit. You can't. It's it's a hard discussion because you can't like fault somebody for doing that. Well, and then like he was hitting the ball so far it's, it's very, offline it's in certain spots. It's very Trump in that like if you don't like the exploitation, close the loopholes kind of thing. Well, like he was hit, he hit the ball so far <laughs> offline on number eighteen, it, he hit it into the Chewy's like food truck that was like seventy yards <laughs> off the fairway on the other side of this hospitality tent on like fifteen, and he got a drop that was so. Like I was like, how did that even happen? How was that even in the realm of possibility that he got that he got to drop it there? It was totally within the rules. He got line of sight and everything. But I'm like, how is this even? Like we're we're not playing golf here, guys. You know, we're doing something else. This isn't golf. <laughs> it's a disgrace. So anyway, um, tell me about James Driscoll's outfit. Yeah, James Driscoll. So Zach's been known James, to James Driscoll needs to get on the pod. Wear the buff. Well, friend of Cron and Randy too. Yeah. Really? He yeah. may he may not know that, but. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. We shared a meal. We've at, broken bread with at him. Francois's oh, place. Cool. Yeah, Francois's crib. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Our, our Alsatian Vinter friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Right, let's hear uh, that in a future episode. James Driscoll, uh, he was wearing like SPF 9 billion. <laughs> he was wearing a buff all the way up to his eyes. <laughs> and he had like the, the spandex sleeves on and then he was wearing a, like this little ass fedora. <laughs> Top of the buff, it was unbelievable. It's incredible. I, sh- I, I like I didn't, I, I wasn't able to snap a pic of it. I needed to. Um, Brandon Matthews met him in Greenville, saw him again in Nashville. He played well, he finished top ten. He's like he might be the longest player in the world. Like and he hits it really, really, really straight too. Uh, Cam Davis won. Young Aussie, not afraid to go low. Uh, Marty Dow, uh, or Marty Doe, yeah, aka the Doe Boy. Sure, is what Zach calls him. Kind of saw him popping in and out of his minivan that he drives from tournament to tournament. Um, it's got Texas plates on it. His buddy caddies for him. His buddy, his buddy went on strike last year because he said he, he wasn't paying him enough. 
Um, and he's like, no, man, you're not like a professional daddy. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted like, you know, some he ridiculous wanted, amount. He wanted Tron Bunny. Did you talk to the shrimp at all? Uh, I, I acknowledged the shrimp. I shook his hand, but I didn't really talk to him. He, he stuck around all weekend and practiced after he missed the cut. Uh, Rafa Campos. I for oh. two weeks straight I did not see him without a cigarette in his Sick. in his mouth or in nice. his hand. Um, Patrick Newcomb, Mr. Mr. Three Wiggle, yeah. his outfits. He wore all black one day with a black bucket. And it was like ninety five degrees. That sounds and exhausting. Yeah, it was his it's outfits like were crazy. Um, first day we we pull up on the range, and they had the little you know range like the little name plates out there. And when we set up shop next to Owen, and I'm like, I thought it was Greg Owen. And he starts talking, and I'm like, Zach, I thought Greg Owen was, was English. <laughs> yo, yo, Zach, yo, Zach. <laughs> and this guy's got a good swing. He's hitting the shit out of the ball. It's Jake Owen, the country music star. Uh, I think a big, a, a, a big mistake for us was, you know, we, we ate good all week. Somebody got after us for eating at chain restaurants a couple nights in a row, and I was like, guys, like, we're right next to the hotel. We're off again at 6.30 tomorrow morning. Hey, you don't have to answer to them. Um, we went to the Cheesecake Factory for brunch. For kind of symbolic reasons. Before, probably. yeah, because we kept seeing K Kramer Hickok's Discovery Lanco <laughs> bag on the range. So we went to the Cheesecake Factory after we finished our second round on Saturday morning before we started the third round. That was not a good decision. I think that threw Zach's pattern yeah off. that seems like a tough meal for a professional athlete to eat before competition um the the big leviota hank yeah. leviota really really impressed with him his he's lefty dresses well great swing <laughs> uh wyndham clark i could watch him hit balls in the range for hours thank you for your service did you thank him for his service i did thank him for his TV service troops. Uh, Uncle Rico, not Rico, the rules official. Rico Hoey? Rico Hoey. Oh, did you get to watch he, him? He played ahead of us like the whole week. He was, he hit, he hit four, he hit six iron into a 660 yard par five. He might hit it too hard. Yeah. No, he, he was warming up with drivers off the deck on the range <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, it, it was a, it was a great week. Even the penalty included because, you know, fool me once, shame on me. You're not going to fool me twice. <laughs> I'll say, I think the penalty took it from good to great. I agree. And Wholeheartedly. I, and I owned it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm impressed. Yeah. I think penalties are, I think penalties are good. I think they're a good discussion point in an often uh, yeah. fairly boring sport. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we were kind of talking about the rules officials watching the memorial today. I, you this know, is a good take. It's gotten uh, to the point where, like, it takes, and the commentary, look, I don't really know the rules of golf. I'll give myself a cop-out in that. I'm not a professional golfer, uh, but like I know a lot of the other rules of my industry, you know, and like I feel pretty confident in, yeah. in being able to follow them. We know libel and slander, yeah, and these copyright. <laughs> most of these, uh, you know, most of these drops. Gosh, you hit it in the water, it takes. Nobody minutes. wants to take any personal responsibility. Yeah, it's it's getting kind of crazy. I think a couple commentators. I think actually Faldo. We bag on Faldo a lot. He's kind of. I think he's right about that one. He's, Johnny Johnny gets on and Johnny of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, maybe, so what's the take? I think yeah. the rules officials should be able to be, like, almost like a parent. Where, like, where, like, <laughs> I'm going to let you make your own mistakes. Apathetic kids are like, I don't know how to do it. It's like, you better figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's right. And, but I think yes. they should still stay there and watch. And if they mess up, like, something very easy. Like, there should be a rating scale 
Like, okay, well, that drop yeah. is a is a three out of ten technically, so you should be able to handle this. No Anything problem. five or below, you, you shouldn't have but, to call rules. But I'm going to stand here, yeah. and if you make a mistake, you're yeah, gonna I'm going to call you on Dude, it. Dude, you know what you should have is lifelines. Like, like on who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Like okay. you can only call Slugger or Rico or whomever like twice in one week. I yeah, think that's good. Yeah, I, I love it. Good. You know, yeah, I love it. Um, All right, well, let's cut here. Uh, we got an, another. Um, slew of advertisers we got to get to so we will um we will showcase them now guys complete honesty we don't have a real sponsor for this segment of the show so uh instead we thought we'd shout out some local jack's beach establishments that are near and dear to our heart dj yeah i'm gonna shout out uh third street barber uh candy viola does a great job she takes appointments by text only she texted me to have a good memorial day uh the other day just very personal touch tron uh i'm gonna go with ben jammin jerky uh randy recently introduced me to this fine establishment located in the back of the i think it's a sitgo or a circle k circle circle k, k yeah. um and i've really been chewing on them all day they're excellent jerky and I am going to shout out Two Dudes Seafood Restaurant, the center of the maze. And now back to our show. And we're back. All right. <laughs> Thanks again to our sponsors who make all this possible. Yeah, yeah really magnanimous. Okay, a couple quick hitters here before we get out. Uh, the first, it was just announced the tour is headed to Michigan starting next oh. year, specifically Detroit, Detroit Golf Club. Uh, sponsored by my boy Dan Gilbert and Quicken Loans. What do you guys think? Well, first of all, I, I don't even know what PMI. What even is? What, what does he mean? What does even PMI mean, Rick? <laughs> We've seen that Quicken Loans commercial a lot on the Golf Channel recently. So I think it's. I mean, I'll jump in. I think it's great. It's great. It's yeah. Great. Oh, oh yeah, the tour I'm, belongs in Michigan. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's one of those things that. Uh, you know, Randy, I know you're not a big Quicken Loans guy, but, you know, it's, scummy. it's it's means to an end. You know, if that's what it takes to get an event there, I think that's great. And also, shout out to uh, shout out to Quicken. I mean, like, they basically, they had an event in D.C. They weren't happy with it. And they basically said, from everything I've heard, they basically said, hey, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to sponsor an event unless it's in Detroit. And they got it worked out. And the tour got it worked out. And that's great. The only person uplift, I feel bad news. for is yeah. the superintendent at TBC Potomac. Because that, that might be year. the only course that's been firm on the entire yeah. schedule for like the last two years. That yeah, guy did an cool. exceptional job. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I, I, I think the we're course all in looks cool. Yeah. Um, it's in a crappy neighborhood, I guess, which is even cooler in my opinion. Right. You know, a little. They have 36 holes there. I, I think we weren't sure whether they'll use. I think they're going to play a composite. Yeah, the north course or, or make a composite. Um, well, yeah. So. All around, good news there. Hopefully, there's another. There's a tour event going to Minneapolis, the Twin Cities here. The Upper Midwest. Allegedly, they're talking about that too. Yeah, so we'll see. They they need one. That that'd be next. Yeah. It's a golf crazed community up there. All right, let's get out on this topic, and it's one we're all gonna we're all gonna answer. Okay, I need you guys to name me one guy who is prime to kind of break through the line of scrimmage and, and get in the open field and buck his head the rest of the year doesn't have to be necessarily the pga tour it could be any tour you want and then one guy you're concerned might stink dj why don't you lead us off man uh i'm gonna strictly go i mean this is recency bias i'm looking at a leaderboard here but it seems like i've seen his name pop up more and more and i know uh 
I mean, he's just a good player. Grayson Murray. Yeah. I, I mean, I know he's, he's got one W already, but guy could guy could start knocking off a few more if we're not if we're not careful. <laughs> I don't even mind Grayson. I think he's kind of harmless. All right, we'll go we'll go bucking his head. I think Bryson. I think big data. Bryson DeChambeau is. I'm looking at him to make the Ryder Cup. I mean, team. I hope so. Yeah, I, I think I think he's primed. Uh, I'm I'm pretty concerned that Hostler is turning into like the American Monty, but just he'll win more. Like he's he's got that swing. He's really and I love Monty now, but like he's just Hostler going to be a good player, and I don't, I don't know if I'm cool with that. <laughs> All right, who's one guy you're concerned might stink? <clears throat> I mean, I don't feel great about saying this, but does Phil stink? Yeah, well, I think I, we should preface this by saying everybody probably stinks, <laughs> except for Streb. Phil might stink for sure. I think I think he might stink. He's just he's, he's old. He's been pretty pretty uninspiring uh, of late since Mexico, I guess. Really, it's, it's been it's been pretty bleak. Yeah, um, I I think I hate to say this, but I think Rory really might stink. Like is, is, we're going back to is is Rory like a rich man's Ryan Brem? To the point where he's a thrower, not a pitcher. It's looking like it. I don't want to let any look. No one respects your takes more than I do. Uh, Rory was one shot off of victory last week in uh, at the European Tour. Well, I just want Noren Noren labeled his round his third round the greatest round he's ever seen. Look, I can't, well, he might stay. I can't sleep on you. Throw that out without you know challenging yeah. it. I think the point of this exercise is to make a case that anybody at any time might stink. Okay. And I stand so by you're it. So saying currently he might stink. He might stink. Look, last week's last week. He's left me wanting far more often than he's impressed me. And also there's a bit of a stink sliding scale also, right? So like... Of whom much is expected. Yeah, you know, it's... it's yeah. Rory, Rory has to do a lot to not more stink. Yeah. to not stink. Is I think... If look, it's not my scale. I'm I'm just I'm trying to keep up. You're kind of an ombudsman here. Yeah, but is that is that fair to say? Yeah, sure. <laughs> listen, hey, listen. <laughs> All right, whatever whatever helps you sleep at night. However you want to, that's fine. I'm just I'm gonna, saying Rory might stink. I'm gonna say it. I think, I think Spieth might stink, and I think Greller needs to quit. And he needs to ditch speed. He needs to ditch speed. Get on. I think I think Greller should go caddy for Rory. Oh, <laughs> be that'd be awesome. You know, I think I don't think Speed's gonna stink forever. I don't know if the sponsors are gonna stand by these. Days. And then and then Doug Gim's dad gets on Speed's bag. There you go, Texas guys. Yeah, there you go. Damn, that, that might be the play. So. Um, yeah, Spieth, uh, you Joy. know, the putting and just everything just seems so, he just seems in his own head about Pipe down, everything, DJ. you know? I know. I think the U.S. Open's big. I can't wait to see. You know, see that being said, he'll probably win at Carnoustie, which, like, in order to not stink, you kind of have to win two majors a year, I think. <laughs> and I don't think that bar's too high. I don't think that's unreasonable. Is anything less... The Did other a championship a failure for you this week. Well, the other this is one of my there's two questions. other guys that don't that definitively don't stink. Leishman, <laughs> Leishman, Streb, and Fleetwood might be the only guys in the world that don't stink. What about Dustin? Well, Dustin's the greatest player of all time. <laughs> I almost said Dustin However, might stink. Right now, right now. 
These are a lot of guys that have almost knocked off a wins recently. Yeah. But I think, it, I think that's but well, you have to rem- well, well, you have to remember is everybody stings. Okay. And when everybody stinks, maybe nobody stings. So there you have it, folks. There you you have to think about that as well. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke. Who 